Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thank you very much for staying here with us on the Joy News Channel. My name is Nathaniel Atta, and I'm glad to welcome you to today's edition of Sports Today. We go straight into our big headlines, and tonight, great minds will assemble at the Labadi Beach Hotel for the Joy Sports Joy Business Thought Leadership Program as we seek to provide answers to the challenges of the Ghana football industry. Also, would throw the focus on the Ghana Premier League, where... Accra Hearts of Oak's stuttering start to the Premier League season continues with a goalless drawn game against Dreams FC. What's happening in the Phobian camp? Super debut, they call it. Well, Mohamed Kudus was brought on as a substitute, and the rest is what is record worthy scoring on a debut. Scoring his first goal, yeah. Scoring a first goal in the, the English Premier League. Well, he sure should be on Clyde Cloud 9 by now. We'll talk about all of that later on here on the show. Welcome. There's loads of stories to share with you between now and 2.30 p.m. My name is Nathaniel Atta. You're welcome to the show. We start with the Ghana Premier League, where Accra Hartsville's stuttering start to the Ghana Premier League season continued with a goalless-drawn game against Dreams FC at the Accra Stadium. Now, having lost to Bofakwa in their previous game, it was imperative for the Phobians to return to winning ways, but they were unable to break the Dreams' defence for a victory. Coupon side uh, now have gone one game after four matches in the ongoing campaign. Now, the Dutch trainer is not worried. Let's take a listen to his thoughts. No, no, if, if I see my team, uh, uh, the way of playing, then I'm very happy about that because we, we start on new uh, and, and the reason is uh, that uh, we want to play football and uh, I think we'll show uh, the people also and also the technical staff that we can play football, for sure on the midfield, defending we are very strong and in finishing uh, we uh, missed something and uh, that's the reason that it's a draw but uh, I'm very proud of my team. But how worried are you that after four games, you only have four points? No, I'm not worried. 
I'm not worried. But the fans are not happy. Yeah, but uh, th this is football. And uh, if you see what young team we have and uh, what's happened uh, in the pre-season, we did a very good job. We have no striker. I tell you again, we have no striker. Uh, Isa is going to, uh, to abroad and we have no striker back. So I, I tell them every time. So, yeah, so we missed the striker. Why did you take off Kasala? Yeah, do you think Kasala was good? Do you think he was good playing? No, he was not good playing. So then the uh, next one is, uh, is, is going in. Hamza Isa, young player, a uh, lot of talent also. And he fights. And uh, Hamza Isa is uh, for us uh, the next option. So, uh, yeah, that's the reason. In order to be competitive and start winning games, you need to have a consistent team. Would you say you're struggling to have your starting lineup for this team? Now, look, this, this year, and I say it again, is, is a between year. A between year that will say, okay, uh, inside we want to be, of course, the number one. But outside, we, look, all the teams are close to each other. And they fight against all us, eh, us of Oak. So uh, we must protect us uh, for that. Uh, that's the reason that also now we are on midfield playing football. And now we miss something in finishing. And uh, that's the reason that uh, it was today a draw. But still, I'm very proud of this team. Elsewhere, Midyama Sporting Club fought back to beat Bicham United to secure their first win of the season at the Nana Fosu Jabwa Stadium. Now, Adriana Stars also defeated Brekum Chelsea 1-0 in that all Bruno region derby. We've got the highlights for you. It's like this, Bicham United would want to throw deep into the 18. And Augustin Ogram with the connection, and that's the goal! The experience has brought... Dubai on the game, Cyphers, Kofi Mante, long throw it was, up went Abonyo, Augustin Okoa made the armor, the Takwa base team, oh, fortunately, player went down, Jean Vital Orega, Bechem United keep the ball to themselves, trying to draw their opponents out, faulty pass, and it's picked up by Mediama as they come forward, strong run, Derek Lace on the pass, this is good. Now they try to cut through. Aaron SL comes back to defend. Chance for Midiama, this should be it. Copy book goal, push the ball forward. Laid on nicely by Jonathan Sowa. He continues with his goal scoring prowess. Telepathic understanding as the pass came through. Joseph King, it was a thunderbolt of a drive. Straight into the roof of the net. And Ebenezer in Krumah still stands behind the ball. It's a free kick advantage to HM United. Drilled in nicely. Oh, just over the top. Look at him let that one go. Aaron SL with a throw. Exhibits a long one into the 18-yard box. Rodu fires his block. Chance for Bechem United to get back in the game. Good defending by Mediama. The danger is not cleared as yet. Yapi 10 left now. Into the 18-yard box is a long one. An opportunity and a drive. Oh. Oh. Headed on through the middle. 
Here come Chelsea in sixes and sevens, but they'd have to defend. Eventually the shot is fired in. It didn't go through, but then the eventual connection finally registers, registers the first goal. Isaac Minta in the right place at the right time, latched onto it perfectly after the first failed attempt. And it's the home side, Adriana Football Club, who are one goal up. Nicely fired in, and that was an effort from Bright Angel. Blocked the first time. But Isaac Minter was in the right place at the right time. That was the first block. Isaac Minter trapped it nicely, and then he connected. Gregory Obingsechere was beat into it. First goal of the afternoon, Isaac Minter. Adriana keeping the ball to themselves. They feel very comfortable knocking it about and then trying to look for the opportunity as they come forward. Good defending on the far side by Asidu. Pokuwaki's long ball in. Well, let's now quickly take a look at the uh, Ghana Premier League table and what it's looking like after these couple of match days now. Um, the Giants still, you know, uh, trying to find their feet. Across Hearts of Oak, an example. At the Dune Park in Bibiani, Gold Stars beat Real Tamale United by three goals to nil. Now, Heart of Lions and Bofokwatana also drew goalless. Three goalless round games on the match day. All right, so this is what it's looking like on the uh, Ghana Premier League table. Bofakwa Tano, uh, they're at the top with eight points. And uh, Ligon City is following with seven. And Swatreman with six. Samartex with six. Bibiani Gold Stars with six. Ibriana Stars with six. Great Olympics with six. Karela United with five. Accra Alliance with five. Nations FC with four. Same uh, build-up of points for Heart of Lions. Streams FC, Mediama SC, the defending champions. Uh, Brickham, Chelsea, and Accra Hearts of Oak, as well as Real Tamale United, uh, Bichim United, and uh, Asante Kotoko uh, there at the bottom. Asante Kotoko uh, are at the bottom. Uh, they are yet to play, uh, you know, the fourth game of the season. Well, more to share with you here on Sports Today. Remember, we're bringing you the much-awaited thought leadership event at the Labadi Beach Hotel later this evening. And so we'll be getting into that conversation and more here on Sports Today. You stay with us. Ayudai. You are right. Yeah! Mac, you're right.
your calendars, set reminders, and get ready for the academic showdown of the year. The 2023 National Science and Mass Quiz. It's time for the brightest young minds in Ghana to battle it out for academic supremacy. Expect mind-bending equations, heart-pounding moments, and nail-biting suspense as the best schools go head-to-head. Who will emerge the ultimate champions and claim the prestigious trophy? Catch the action on TV, radio, and online starting 6th to 24th October 2023. So later today, the much-awaited thought leadership event um, put together by Joy Sports and Joy Business comes off at the Labadi Beach Hotel. It's at, under the theme, Football Economy, repurposing our approach to uh, developing the Saudi Arabian experience. Now, Joy Business editor Charles Nixon Yeboa joins me for this conversation as we look ahead to uh, this big night, bringing all uh, major heavyweights together to uh, discuss uh, this very major issue about, uh, you know, the, investments in, in, in the sector. Charles, good to see you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Nat. Mm. Well, it's been a while. It's, it's very interesting that we have to share these sides of the table. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so look, um, we've had loads and loads of conversations around this, but um, one may just ask, why this particular topic at this time? Well, clearly you could tell that the football economy is a big project globally. Unfortunately, in our part of the world, we've not been able to harness the potential in order to grow the local economies and the national economy as a whole. Mm. If you look at the UK, for example, in 2019-2020, during the peak of the COVID pandemic, UK, the English Premiership generated over £96 billion pounds this was... into, into, into the UK economy and created... This was just before COVID? No, within the COVID period. I see. So within the COVID period, let me say, just before COVID and within the COVID period, Mm. the UK economy was able to generate significant revenue from football. Football alone created close to 100,000 jobs. So it tells you that the football ecosystem is so huge. If we are able to develop the football economy will be able to create a lot of opportunities for Ghanaians, job creation, the local tourism, if we have the infrastructure in place. And I must say that the government, to some extent, has done well by providing um, astroturfs in several communities within the country, but we haven't done enough. I don't think we have even done 5% of what is supposed to be done as far as um, the, 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 the football fraternity the sports fraternity, and the government as a whole. 
So we decided to bring to the fore this thought leadership, you know, uh, program. And we feel that the, the people who will be present at the event will be able to contribute significantly and will be able to provide solutions to aid the way forward for football in this country. We want to see a football whereby we will be able to position it better by segmenting differentiation in order to generate the benefit. You know, there, there is a huge potential within the space, mm. but as we speak, we haven't been able to develop football uh, as a whole. All right, and, and it just goes to also tell where we've, we've positioned our minds regarding football. So then football becomes what? Uh, a second and a third option, especially for young people when they're growing. Absolutely. You know, when I was a kid, I was brought up at Ridge. Mm. And at the age of 10, I used to follow my dad to, to, to the Accra Sports Stadium. And the passion for the game at that time, the stadium was always full. You know, I'm a typical Accra Hearts of Folk fan. My mm. dad was a Hearts of Folk fan, so I, I supported Hearts. At that time, we, we, we would trip to the stadium to watch the Shamoquins, the Abladikumes, the Izilka Alemus. And Asante Kotoko was then, you know, the top-notch team in the Ghana League. And the passion for the game was so stupendous. You get the point. During that era, the English Premiership was still developing. I remember it wasn't English Premiership. But Ghanaians had passion for football. I feel that we slack at that time. We could have used the passion then to grow the ecosystem, and that was where we couldn't do it. Because football could generate so many opportunities, not to talk about jobs, the tourism sector, the taxes government can generate from the value chain, and, and the entire revenue to be mobilized by the institutions or firms that would like to go into the mm. into their space let's, let's talk about this evening um and and our and our guest profile uh, the the gentlemen and and what they bring to the table uh from their respective spaces well these are guys who are very um you know they, they are very deep as far as marketing is concerned and don't forget that sports marketing is one of the key Courses taught in marketing, even at the undergrad. So these guys are top-notch, you know, leaders as far as marketing is concerned. Professor Bob Hinson is one of the fantastic marketing leaders I've ever witnessed. I mean, and he's also been responsible. Him, he's also been responsible exactly, for training exactly, many hands exactly, in the sector. Exactly. Yeah. When you listen to him, you'll be inspired to do more. You know, and recently we we're talking, and he mentioned a. An institution is not a company, it's, it's in the knowledge uh, sharing space. And he mentioned that this particular institution has been able to, over the years, reposition and brand itself and is doing well in the eyes of so many um, enterprises mm. and people across the country. You know? So I feel that we haven't done enough as far as uh, the football space is concerned. Neil Armstrong Motabe is also another fantastic chap. He's been in the marketing space, sports marketing to be precise, for a very long time. 
So he brings a lot of experience. He brings a lot and, of and knowledge. Interestingly, interestingly, he's also been... You know, at the end of you know football administration, he's led a crowd hearts of Oka's before, and he's led the supporters' body before. You know, so it's a it's a it's a full you know full and, circle. Exactly. Mm. And the, the the man I really admire so much, Dr. Daniel Macaulay. I mean, when I went to do this new Wendy's Frosty flavor is way too exciting to keep under wraps. It's a brand new, first of its kind flavor. Get this, pumpkin spice. I know, right? It's so good. It's rich. It's cozy. It's the perfect flavor for some fall frosty time. Watch. Everyone will see it and jump on the bandwagon. Grab a never-before-seen pumpkin spice frosty or pumpkin spice frosty cream cold brew today when you choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Vanilla Frosty is temporarily unavailable. Trying to protect your identity by yourself is a lot like trying to be a quarterback without an offensive line. LifeLock alerts you to blindside threats you may miss on your own, even if you're monitoring your credit. If a threat happens to get through, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist is there to help. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. That's LifeLock.com slash aware to save 25%. LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts here. My first master's. My, my, my professor used to speak much about him because he also did the same program uh, at the MBA level that I, I, I did. And Dr. Daniel McCauley has, over the years, proven to be an icon. I mean, setting up business in our part of the world is no joke. The kind of frustration sometimes you go through from the, um, the kind of macroeconomic challenges you may face... Yeah. If you are not careful, you may decide to fold up. But this is a gentleman who has done enough, and he brings to bear his experience. So he'll be sharing his experience to everyone who will be present, and even on radio and television, those who will be watching and mm. listening and it, and it's also, via radio mm. and television. It's also interesting that Dr. Daniel Macaulay has uh, directed a lot of his social responsibility through his Magdan Foundation into infrastructure and creating, you know, football products, football brands. So there is, for instance, the, uh, you know, the Magdan Peace Cup, which is normally played around. Exactly. It's, it's a community football brand. Exactly. Um, there's also the Inter, you know, Intaga Dangwe Cup, which, and, and you know the interesting thing, Premier League players come and play on that platform, and the kinds of numbers that are generated at these venues is amazing. Exactly. Sometimes even competes with our Premier League. Yes. And so, I, I, as we speak... There are three AstroTurfs, AstroTurf pitches that have been done already. One of them is in Adar, one in La, which is used for the Women's Premier League. And then I, one I recently commissioned. Great Olympics also trains there. Very good. Now, the new twist is that the latest one that was commissioned, uh, you know, by His Excellency the Vice President in Teshi, um, is expected to be used by Great Olympics as their home ground. Excellent. And that's going to be a very interesting... So, so you, know, you see, we need lots of these people mm. to be in the football space. We don't... We, we, we shouldn't allow football to, to, to be handled mm. by the football people. Yeah. You know, we need businessmen. We need people who have you mean stand not, the test of time. Not the football people alone. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yes. we need collaboration, yes. partnerships yes. to grow the space. Because there is a lot of opportunities in that space. And we need to harness those opportunities. If government shows a lot of interest in this space... At the end of the day, government will be the winner because government will be able to generate a lot of taxes from that space. Because if you have a lot of firms 
established within the football economy, they'll be paying taxes, both direct and indirect. You get the point. So we need a situation whereby government will lead the course to develop football. I hope you are getting the mm, point mm, I'm trying to make. Mm. So we are saying that everybody should come to the, the Labadi Beach Hotel this evening, exactly 6 p.m. They are going to enjoy insightful, thought-provoking, and beautiful suggestions, comments, and contributions from our invited guests as well. Mm. So we welcome everybody mm. to the Lombardi Beach. In-house as well, who will be on the panel? Well, in-house. Gary Alsmith, mm, 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 our sports mm. editor, will mm. also be on the panel. Mm. And Gary also brings a lot of experience. Mm. I mean, if you look at where he came from mm. till today, Gary has a lot of knowledge that he will also be sharing with Mm. Uh, our audience and listeners. And, and it also goes to underscore the fact that for us in the media space, once we have an industry that is thriving, it, it changes the whole dynamics and it changes the, the conversation uh, you know, about, about what happens. And of course, once the industry is thriving, our, our, our content you know, gets a different level of uh, consumption and that also helps our businesses to thrive. So, so, so what, what I want to say is that we want to see a situation whereby football can contribute significantly to the national economy, i.e. the total value of goods and services. Mm, mm. You, you get the point. We don't want a situation whereby football will be languishing at the bottom. Mm. We don't want a situation whereby we'll be talking, but we'll not be acting. We Very want well. to develop the game. Very well. Very well. Uh, Charles, thank you so much, and um, thank you. we'll see you later this evening. Absolutely. Um, at 7 p.m. exactly here on the channel. Uh, um, bring you this live coverage from the Labadi Beach Hotel. It's at 7 p.m. exactly so tonight. Uh, we're not having Joy News Prime. Uh, we'll bring you this very big conversation with uh, industry heavyweights, and we'll be looking at the example of Saudi Arabia, who are now a very, very sought-after football market. Let's do a bit, and let's talk about Mohamed Skudus, uh, Mohamed Kudus of the Black Stars, who netted his first goal for West Ham in the Premier League as the Hammers played out a two-all draw against uh, Newcastle at the London Stadium. Now, he emerged from the bench to score an 89th-minute goal with a fine left-footed effort to rescue a point for the home side. It's a finish on the losing side against West Ham in the seven previous meetings. Down burnt. What a week that he's had already. West Ham work this role. And he touched to open it up. To have the awareness of the goalkeeper coming out in this situation, here's the ball from Pakete over the top, and this awareness here of the position of Pope is absolutely superb. And a free kick to follow for Newcastle to try and keep the pressure on here. Kieran Trippier to take, it falls out the feet of Isaac, who will thump in the equalising goal. The first to react when it came his way. The Newcastle pressure that had just been beginning to build is rewarded. 1-1. One, one. This is Gimaresh. Trippier. And Isaac is there again to turn it in once more. They found it hard to keep that intensity up. 
Well, slipping it through, Isaac in on the hat trick, and around Ariola. Oh, and he's so unlucky, so unlucky. One last big effort in these final minutes of the match to try and salvage something today to take into the second international break of the season. Vladimir Sofal, who will be away with Czechia, is uh, on the move here for West Ham. Kudos takes the touch. his left foot when he came on off the bench well he certainly showcased it here what a strike into the ground little bit of space just opened up for him Newcastle not quite quick enough out to the ball Tonali there doesn't come to this with any real intensity to try and block that shot um, feels very good of course but most importantly um it's made a difference in the team, which was us getting a point. So even though we wanted three points, I was happy to score my first goal. And most importantly, we got a point out of it. It was a lovely strike too. What was going through your head when the ball came in from Vlad uh, to you on the edge of the box? Um, I mean, at that moment in the game, I, I felt good about it. And yeah, I just went for it. And great celebrations with the crowd. Uh, great atmosphere when, when, when that goal went in. Yeah, amazing, amazing fans. Even... When we was down 2-1 and I was on the bench, you can still feel the support and the energy from the fans. And yeah, thanks for them for that. And I think it uplifted the players' energy a lot. So it was great atmosphere today. And yeah, everyone gave their best. So we take the point and we learn from it. And even better to get that goal with um, Stoneboy in, in the crowd there to, to, to support you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually gave me two goals <laughs> and I scored one of it. So yeah, good luck, good luck for him today come to the stadium, you know, and he brought the luck. <laughs> and for the result, after the hard game in Europe uh, during the week, we got the win there, and to keep it going with a, a draw today, that must be a good feeling as, as well. Yeah, like I said, we, 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 we are not satisfied. We, we, we aim even higher, like we wanted three points today, but yeah, we, we settle for this and take the point and then focus on the next game after the break. Yeah. Well, that's it for sports today. Later this evening, we'll bring you the Thought Leadership event from 7 p.m. And it's here on this channel. You all stay well. Thank you very much for watching. My name is Nathaniel Atto, and I have love for sports.